Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. Episode 730, January 16th, 2023. And on the show this week we have Anthony. I'm here. And we got Turd. What up, y'all? I think that's it, because uh, Ryan's out in the Chattanooga Choo Choo. I don't know where Drew's at. Well, that's going to be a short show then. <clears throat> no, because we still have to read uh, viewers' Game of the Year's. Yeah, oh, I got probably, a few oh, emails that'd be fun. and some shit. Uh, and also, we got news. I, I kept the news. that I, Like, I made news notes last week, and I remember we were doing Game of the Year, and I was like, well, I'll leave some of these on here. They're they, they fine. But uh, we can talk about video games to kick it off. Anthony, why don't we start with you, since you're playing video games? Yeah, I've games. only played Mario and Rabbids, and I'm currently playing a game called Under Dungeon, which is kind of neat, but I don't have much to say about it right now. You know, I play that game, too. Um... The one thing that I don't think I care for is the fact that you have to aim, like your your shot. Like it feels weird. Yeah, because he he shoots his sword whatever way you're facing. Yeah, and he, do, he faces eight directions rather than uh, the traditional Zelda four. Yeah, it took me a little bit to get used to it, and like it, it's almost like a kind of a timing slash cadence to it of like making sure you hit it. I don't know, but it's a cool game. It's a cool game. Yeah. So, that's kind of it for me, because I haven't played much of anything else. Yeah. Not even Overwatch? Oh, here he goes. I knew he Who the fuck are we going to talk about with that? Yeah, hey, everybody, it's still fucking broke. (laughs) It is. Listen, maybe... You still want to pay $20 for a skin? No, I don't. Thanks. No, I don't think... No. But people might come to us to find out if it's still broke or not, so we should at least let them know, yes, it is, in fact, still very broken. So, you know, yeah. there you go. There's your Overwatch update. Yeah, it's 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 still a pile of Roadhog shit, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> all right. Well, if if that's all you got going on, I'll, I'll go to Sarah Well, I have played stuff, so you know, there you go. Um, So I'm playing for review, and I guess, yeah, I can talk about it because it's already... It's already out. Um, One Piece Odyssey. Um, so you know it's really cool. So I am not a a One Piece fan. I'm gonna tell you why. Like I've seen some episodes of the show, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. But like somebody told me, <clears throat> actually, it might have been before my son got into it. Somebody was like, oh yeah, that show has like a thousand something episodes, and I was like, yep. nope, nope. There's no way I'm ever gonna catch up to watch all that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so I wrote it off. Well. Enter One Piece Odyssey, which is its releases celebrating, I think, the 25th anniversary, either 25th or 30th anniversary of the, I think, the manga um, release. Um, and so it 
the premise of the game is a new story where the Straw Hats, which is Luffy's crew, um, end up crashed on this island and this little girl takes their power from them. So you start off the game like level 40 and you have all these awesome attacks and then she takes your power and turns them to these cubes because she hates pirates. Um, obviously the straw hats from what I'm learning in this are, they're not the typical pirate group. I guess they're like the good pirates. Um, so after they talk and whatever, she's like, okay, well you got to find this stuff to get your power back. Well, come to find out once, once they get their initial stuff, they go into this world of memories. And so the whole thing about this game is it's, it's re-exploring stories that have already happened in the, uh, probably the anime, maybe even the manga, but they've like twisted some aspects. So she explains like, yeah, you know, this, this land, the first place you go to is Alabasta. Um, and you know, you, she's like, yeah, you're going to go here and it's pulled from your memories, but everything is not going to happen like you remember it. So, and because you were this powerful when you met them and now you back down to level one, they're going to be more powerful than you. So it's not going to be like a cakewalk, like you coming in here super juiced. You know what I mean? So they explain it away so that it's like an entry point for people like me <laughs> who have not watched all thousand episodes and, and don't know a whole lot. Um, but it's really cool. So, parents, go ahead. There's 1,047 episodes. Yep. See, nope. I'll never. And if you go, well, I'll just read it then instead. There's 104 volumes. Oh my god. Yeah, like a volume for anybody not aware is like a small fucking trade paperback book. Yeah. Um, generally even thicker than most trade paperbacks that collect comics. Um. You know, they're just under an inch wide. And, how, uh, how does, yeah. How does something go that long? Like, I mean, so. That's what I keep asking my son. Like, one how piece, have we not found the One Piece? <laughs> one Piece, uh, started in 97. Um. That's wild. I did not know that. And I think it might be Shonen Jump's most popular series. Um, so when they brought uh, Shonen Jump over, I don't think they make them anymore, but um, it was like, you know, you buy it, buy an issue, and then there's different comics inside. So there's different manga inside. Um, and One Piece was one of the ones that they launched with. I think their second, re- second, the second issue of Shonen Jump came with um, the first issue of Naruto. And that was... Hey, Yu-Gi-Oh! 2001, 2002. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! was in it. Okay, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to um, Yeah, and like, um, I think the only one that's been consistent is One Piece. Wow. Uh, over here, anyways. Dragon Ball Z, I think, was... Like, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, I think, is the longest running. Oh, wait! that's what, They had a fighting game that I had with all the Shonen characters. Jump, it jump like Stars? Had, yeah, yeah! That yeah. game was yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, but I, I so I liked it because um my boy was DLC uh Seto Kaiba came with his DLC like oh my god that yeah yeah it, but it the characters in that game look like people dressed up in suits and it was creepy they did <laughs> it was <laughs> it was it was the fighting stuff was cool like it was I guess I think it was more just fun to play as some of those characters that one I had never heard of um and two the ones that I actually had heard of that I liked so that was it was yeah. But One Piece, yeah, dude, I'm never going to watch all that, which makes this game perfect because it, uh, it it's an entry point which gives you some backstory on all of them, on the different characters, and doesn't, you know, you don't have to watch 1,400 and however many episodes or read 100 and 
different, you know, issues of the book. Um, the combat system is super unique. It's a lot, uh, kind of like Dragon Questy in a way. So because the Straw Hats crew is like nine, 10 people deep, um, which I, I know that I don't even have all of them with me right now. Like some of them are missing and they must be scattered around that island. But, um, so when you run into an enemy, it's set up where it, the AI will randomly pick of your nine people and set them, throw them out on the field. It'll be like three of them out on the field. And then the different enemies have, it has ranges. So there's a close range and then there's long range. So you might have Luffy, Robin, and, um, Chopper are out on the field. Well, maybe Luffy has three enemies around him. Maybe there's two enemies that don't have anybody near them and Robin or Chopper are in their own zone. So with the combat, each of the characters has a uh, close range and a long range attack. So you can, obviously, Luffy can handle the ones that's in front of him or he can use a long range attack to handle the other ones. Uh, also, it allows you to swap out at any time in the fight. So if you, cause they're all, um, different, not classes, it's, um, uh, I guess traits. So there's a power, speed, and technique, and each of them fall onto that. So there's that triangle where power beats speed, speed beats technique, technique beats power. So depending on what enemies you have on the field, you might need to swap out Luffy for one of the other I don't know everybody's name yet. I know there's one that doesn't hit women. I can't think of his name, but maybe you have to swap him out because he's a speed uh, person. What does he look like? He has blonde hair. Zorro? He's the one that wears a suit. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no. Oh, no. Zoro's oh, no. the one with the three swords. Yeah. Um. Okay, hold on. I, I played the I, it's demo. Been so long. Uh, yeah, I played the demo of this, and that system. It sounds cool in concept, but God, the UI makes it unintuitive as to how to, what the attacks are. It didn't tell you what you said. My thing like cut out. What you said? Uh, no, I was saying it, it, the 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 like UI is unintuitive. Like when when it's your turn to attack, like there's all these like arrows going left and right and like yep. showing you the enemy. And I'm like, what What's a good attack? I don't, I don't yep. know. Sanji. That's him. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that goes into like my issues with it because, because the, it has that kind of power triangle. When you go into a fight, you know who your like what your characters fall under that triangle, but you don't know the enemy. So you have to actually go to the normal attack and then highlight the enemy you want to attack just to see what they fall under and then decide your, you know, what best move is going to work from there. And then the skills and also, okay, so you played the demo. You started off at level 40 where it literally just kind of throws you in and it's like, hey, you should know these people and they're all super cool. Like, once you get towards the end of that is when your powers get taken and they explain um, some of some of the rest of it. But it is it is overwhelming at first. And the outside of the UI being jacked up. The other thing is I feel like there's going to be a super big difficulty spike that's going to come. Cause it's, it just seems so easy. Like I, I don't even have to, like I've already unlocked a couple of special attacks once you get your powers back, but you could just hit them with a normal attack and kill most enemies. Like I've fought a couple of bosses, which were kind of hard, but not really, but like, it's just been kind of a breeze. And I'm hoping that that's about to change since I, like I said, I kind of, just now got into the the real game of it where you're going through these different memories and I'm in Alabasta now. So I we'll saw, see. I saw, uh, I, I wouldn't get too hopeful for it. Cause I saw one of the complaints in one of the reviews was that it never gets hard. Oh man. Then that, 
Oh, that's going to suck. Because it even has an auto battle mode, right? So if you go to a thing, you can just hit Y and just the AI will handle the fights. So is and it, I'm like, these like random encounters? No, the enemies are on the field, so you'll actually okay. run into them. And if you, Ooh. you know, if you surprise them, you'll hit get is critical. It, is it an action game? No, it's no, turn-based. it's a turn-based RPG. Turn-based oh, RPG. what a weird. Okay, because the way that man, the way the game looked with like, uh, just in trailers. Made me think we were getting the uh, like a follow up to the other One Piece game there that was pretty good. Um, the World Seeker or World, World Seekers? Yeah. 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 Nope. This is a, and it, I thought that too, but no, it's a, it's turn based. It's a turn based RPG. Man, the characters, like that game. the enemies in this game, and the characters are some goofy looking motherfuckers. Are wild. Like it's that. So I I fell off of One Piece when you know I realized, oh my god, it's never going to end. Um, no, I didn't even get that far in. I was like, how many? And then, I, yeah, I just saw the amount that was in Japanese that people were translating. When I'm, I'm not, no. I don't love this enough. Um, yeah. But uh, I've always thought the character designs, like, especially the enemy pirate gangs. That, uh, the women just, are broken. What a weird, what a weird artist. The women are yeah. broken. They're, they're the weird. women are... Like, yeah, that's, Nami? that's my minor complaint. <laughs> how how is Nami even alive? Like her middle section is so compressed. Like I was like I look at her all the time and I'm like, bitch, how are you surviving? <laughs> she would just I'm like snap sure like a twig in half. Like the, pretty sure the design came from Popeye, where nobody's looks realistic. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause all like and it's cause like and like you said, Ken, all of the characters are wild. Like it's like you look at them, you're like, how are you a human? Like, can I see your skeleton? How does this work, dude? The, the first time in the demo when you run into the penguins with the tongues hanging out and the sea lions yes. with the big goofy teeth, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, he that artist. I don't know who draws Bumpies, but yeah, he's he wild. But you know, whatever, it works for him. So you know, um. But yeah, so I'm I'm gonna get a review together for it. That oh, that's disheartening that it doesn't get any harder because that's a ama- like it's just it's a breeze right now. It's like not a chat. Like you don't even have to use the special attacks. Like as long as you take advantage of the power triangle and you're hitting the right you know weakness, you good. You don't even have to use anything else. And that's a shame because some of the special attacks are super cool to watch because of course it's an anime game. But ah, okay. Um, I played Overwatch. Yeah, I played. Uh, Play some more Midnight Sun. That's that's an excellent game. Excellent game. Going through it on the second time now. Um, getting ready for the DLC people, which I think Deadpool is supposed to launch sometime soon. Um, I've well, I can't talk about that. That other game I'm playing for review, but that'll be because I think it's embargo till Wednesday. But that's that's a thing. Um, and then we are the caretakers. It's not embargo. I just need to write the review. It's it's not very good. There's a spoiler alert for the review. It's I not saw I saw an article yesterday. It's like, and of course the fanboys talking about it. It's like the, apparently the developers of We Are the Caretakers tried to get on Game Pass and they got declined. And everybody's like, oh, no, no, no. maybe it's because Microsoft played it and they were like, nah, yeah, nah. Like, caretakers. I've never even fucking heard of this. It's, it's I, there's a there's a good thing behind it because like like was it ten percent of the proceeds when you buy it go to like saving the world? It's it's one mm-hmm. of those things where you're supposed to save endangered species on a planet, yep. alien planet, right? Yeah. Yep. 
And it's 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 got a and I'm assuming I haven't uh, like looked into it, but I think that I'm assuming the developers are African. Um, because even there the name of the studio is like the heart shaped game or something, which is of course how the Black Panther gets his powers from the heart shaped herb. Um but uh yeah, so and it, it has a whole African kind of tribal vibe to it, which is super dope. Like and the music is cool too. Like I love the kind of the style to it, but Ah, the graphics need some polish, but then the the overall, just the gameplay of it is it's not it's not fun. Heart shaped games, heart shaped games. That's what they're yeah. Go ahead. Uh, they're based out of Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's close to Africa, right? That's real yeah. close to Africa. Uh, <laughs> started by Scott Brody and Kate Brody. They're both white. I was gonna say those are the whitest names I've heard today. So then I am. Wow. The, However, the... their narrative their 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 narrative director who's based out of Texas is not. So I don't know uh I cannot pronounce his name. Uh I will post it in chat. Oh, would it be like Zelavier maybe? Zelavier. You know what that probably is correct. Yeah, I uh That's kind of cool actually. Reading it, Nelson Jr. Yeah, he seems to be their their narrative guy. So hmm. What, they got a quite. They, they do have people though, like working in other countries and stuff too. So, yeah, I uh, one actually, of the programmers is Australian. I mean, so a I nice little write up. I can actually read about their their company. Yeah, is, I, actually, I just pulled up their website because I I didn't when I played the game. They actually are quite diverse. That's interesting that they went because it's very like I would have sworn that this was made by some some African brothers. Like it's very tribal base but i wow okay props to them um like i said the kind of the story and like the the art style the music i like but the gameplay man nah it's not it's not there <laughs> so this ain't it um nah this ain't it this ain't it so you know but yeah i'll get the i'll get the review up for that but that's the spoiler uh what else have i played um i played some marvel snap which i don't care about that that's a card game we uh, played Turtles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we ran. We went through Turtles. That was fun. That's oh, why Anthony that didn't play anything else this week because his ass didn't show up for the Turtles. Right. Sorry, I slept. Yeah, you should be sorry. You knew what was happening. You knew what was going down. I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. Dang, that's all right. You'll be there for Monster Hunter. That's Friday. That's when Game Pass. Oh, okay. He ain't gonna say nothing. I guess not. <laughs> well, anyway, he's. <laughs> Is that? That I'd assume that's on Xbox One, right? That's not just series, right? I think I think it's on Xbox One. You, I mean, you it's imply on that I want to play that at all? Yeah, he don't want to oh. play that. He's like, Fuck oh, that. you don't like Monster Hunter? No. Oh, okay. We'll find something else for it. It was funny. We tried to set up a six man TMNT and we got four and ended and ended with three. Yep. <laughs> that's right. Because we're. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan left Ryan like, like three levels in. Motherfucker's never going to finish that game, even though he thinks there's 17 levels and there's only 16. Right. <laughs> that was, he was like, yeah, I think, I think it's 17. I must be on the secret level. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're on level 17, Ryan, you finish the game. Yeah, you beat it. That was it. And we need to get to your save so we can see level 17. I know. I want to see that extra level. Shoot, but yeah, it was fun, Anthony. It was a good time. We should we should start doing that more often because that was it was a good time. I, I enjoyed myself. But no, that's all I got. I mean, I've you know I'm sure you'll probably say something. I'm like, oh yeah, I did play that. But no, I did. I ain't, I ain't played shit. Uh, like I said, I played three games that I can't talk about, even though they're like years old. That's fine. That's always a weird thing. 
Yep. Um, I can finally talk about. Did I talk about Breakers? I don't remember if I talked about Breakers. So you the, didn't. The Breakers no. collection is essentially a couple of new. Well, yeah, Neo Geo games, not made by Neo Geo, but Neo Geo arcade games from like the mid to late nineties. Basically, in that era where everybody was trying to be Street Fighter, and of all the ones that I've played that try to be Street Fighter, like these are uh, really the closest to being as good as Street Fighter. Like these games play really, really good. They have some interesting characters. The collection comes with two games, but it's essentially like a Street Fighter game where you had Breakers and then you had Breakers Revenge, which was essentially the first game with some tweaks and you know uh, character adjustments, a couple extra stages, and I think one extra character. Um, this is a really good collection of, of, of two really good games. My biggest complaint is that even when you tone down the difficulty, that AI ramps up about match three and just it's just abusive. It's an that's abusive fighting games, man. That's just that's what they do. Like, yeah, but like when you when you have a setting for difficulty, you would think if you toned it down, it would tone down. But no, nah, this game is just like fuck it. We we just gonna whoop your ass after match three, regardless. They ease you into it. Like yeah, you get the medium setting up to stage three. Now yeah. we get realistic. Yeah. Now we're just gonna whoop your ass. Like I I just got thumped. <laughs> So many times playing that game, it, but I, but I kept coming back, which was a sign. It's like it's really good. That's yeah, that's a good thing. Um, the biggest part of this collection is that they actually took the time, and this motherfucker is crossplay with rollback netcode, so you can play with Ooh. anybody anywhere, and it's really good. So, nice. But yeah, that's that's a game that I actually had like way before the break, um, and I've been playing that for a while. So that was a cool game. My review's done. Needs to go live. Drew didn't send any of my reviews back this week. I sent him three. Um, what was the other? So the the other game I played that just came out this week that I wrote my review for is called uh, Vengeful Guardian Moonrider, which is like one on of Switch. The... No, no, no. It's on PS. I played on PS Five. Oh, wow. Um, and this is made by Joy Masher, the guys that made oh, oh was it Okiden and Blazing Chrome? Uh, Oniken. Oni oh, played Blazing Chrome. Uh, okay. Blazing yeah. Chrome. Uh, Odalis. Odalis. Yeah. yeah. So it's those guys uh, basically making a Shinobi slash Ninja Gaiden kind of game, but you're a futuristic like robot ninja. Uh, it's really good. It's like eight stages. It, it really gives me like that Sega Genesis vibe as far as the music and like the visuals are concerned. Um, it's hard. It's definitely very hard. I do like the the level up system as you go through the game. You get these augments that will like trade off. So like you do more damage, but your score goes down. Kind of augments. So it's the game is really built for like speed running. Uh, there's even like a mode seven style motorcycle stage. It's a really cool game. I I don't understand why Joy Masher is so weird about porting games. Like, this is only on PlayStation, I think. Maybe PC as well. So, but it is really good. If you if you like the other games, you'll like this. It, it's hard to get what those games do right, like, since there's so many of them. But Joy Master seems to be really good at it. And this is no exception. This one's really good, too. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other big stuff I played. Oh, you talked about One Piece. I did play the demo of that. I thought it was cool. Uh, the indie games I played. 
Dragon Blaze, which is another city connection game, which means it's a vertical shmup. It's good. Children of Silent Town is a point-and-click game. I didn't really get much into that. Atrio the Dark Wild is this really... I don't This feels like an Anthony game, like, aesthetically. Like, it's this... Uh, Wait, I, what is this game called? It's called Atrio the Dark Wild. And it's got, like, this top-down isometric perspective. But the, the idea of the game is that you're put into these... You're, like, this cloned dude who has to go in and fix these automated machines. Basically, you have to go... It's it's almost like a strategy game where you're tearing down machines to build new ones to create this this kind of assembly line um, to create things. And it's it's a weird game. It's really hard to understand because they don't tutorialize it very well. But the art design is really neat. Uh, I just watched the main character die twice and the corpses are left behind because you're yeah. just coming in as a different clone. <laughs> yeah, they just reclone you over and over again whenever you fail. So, it's a, it's and then an you turn. Idea. What the fuck? There's so there's monsters, and then you can turn put those monsters as part of the assembly line. Yes, that's fucking it's, sort of dark. It's a weird ass game, um, but it, it does not tutorialize itself very well. So you have to spend the time to learn how to play it. There's a lot of menus, a lot of stuff to to try to figure out. Um, I tried to play this this low like PS one low poly um, horror game called Chasing Static, but I don't know if something was wrong with the game. But like I got to a certain point in it and I just couldn't interact anymore. So I don't know if it's good or bad. <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, Under Dungeon, which you talked about earlier, that's pretty neat little one bit. Um. Dungeon Crawling RPG. Ah, <sighs> uh, mm, this next game was weird. It's called Salamander County Public Television. I, yeah. I, man. So this game. This this sounds like my shit. This game just is just by the name alone. It's it's basically you're running a television network and you have to. Do these mini games as the <laughs> it looks like WarioWare. Yeah, exactly. Like the first level is you've got an orange on a banana and you've got to th- try to throw it a certain distance. Wow, it sounds like WarioWare. Uh, yeah, okay. and then the second the second day of programming, like it's literally every day of programming is a new mini game. Um, become a professional thing doer. Complete wacky assignments for Salamander County's local television station and solve the mystery of why nearly everyone in the county suddenly disappeared. Yeah, I don't know that part of it, but like the like the main like screen is like a calendar and then you'll get this like text to voice dude telling you how to how to um what's on docket for the for the programming for the day. And then you go in and you play a mini game and the mini games are fucking wild. They look like they were created in like MS Paint. Twenty twenty five different mini games, bronze, silver, and gold medal targets for each mini game. Pretty much everything's a stock photo. Yeah. A funny story involving a mouse with really big legs and lots of dumb videos are the features that they list. I mean, that is accurate. I'm looking at the achievements on Steam, and even the achievement pictures are stock photos. Yeah, they they just don't care. Um, the 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 orange banana game is 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 called play orange you glad i didn't throw banana nice the second the second mini game cuz i i'm looking at the achievements i earned the second mini game is the dog with the strongest tongue 
a weird is this a game, game Pass game or no? No, this is just an indie game. All right, it's there's something. This game is something. I'll tell you yep. that. So yeah, that's that's what I played this week. I was trying to think. I, the other game I was doing over uh, the backlog over the holiday break was uh, I, uh, back in Star Ocean. So I think I'm like four hours into that. The new one. Is it better? I like it. It's okay. it's very much a try ice game of like yeah, it, it, it's just kind of that. Yeah, it's fine. Solid. Yeah, it's just okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's another one of those try ice games. But anyway, uh, we're finally back on a, on a release cadence. We got some games um, this week. Xbox Series X, PlayStation Five. We've got Recall, uh, Space for the Unbound, Gray's Counter GM, Persona Three Portable, Persona Four Golden, Tortuga: A Pirate's Tale, and Monster Hunter Rise. And then PlayStation Five is probably a lot of the same stuff. Uh, yeah, but for some reason the Persona games aren't listed on PS5, which is weird because I know they're coming out on PS5. Nah, they not. <laughs> of course they are. Of course they are. Uh, Xbox or PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, pretty much the same stuff. Um, Wings of Blue Star is a game on that list, and then Xbox One, yeah, uh, Omega Bot is the other game. Out on Friday. Oh snap! That Risen remaster comes out not this week, but next week. I forgot they were doing that. Wait, they're they're remastering Risen? Oh yeah, yeah, we had that in news. You don't like way back? You don't remember that? Oh, uh, dude, I don't fucking remember. I'll tell you the reason why. Because they're also doing one for Gothic Two or some shit. Do you know the one I'm excited for that I like? They announced it and then just never talked about it again. Was Enclave? I don't know if you ever played Enclave. Yeah, yeah, it was an old original Xbox slash PC game. I love that game. I feel like I um, did was that, play Enclave. Uh, was that um, Starbreeze? Uh, yes, that is Starbreeze. How the fuck do I remember stupid shit like this? Ask me to do math from high school. I don't know. I don't remember. That's uh, all of us, man. That ain't just you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. But I can remember who made fucking yuck. Yeah, it is too. God damn it, I hate myself. Alright, Nintendo Switch. Um, we've got Mrs. Cat Between Worlds. Uh, a Matter of Principle. A lot of the same games we've already talked about, including the Persona games. Uh, Colossal Cave, reimagined by Roberta Williams. Uh, Minimal Move. Monorail Stories. Never Awake. Rubber Bandits. Smilemo. Void Prison, Zumimon, uh, Counter Bottle Shooter Pro Aim Master Target Bottle Shoot 3D Game Strike Pistol. Jesus. That's all one game. Uh, Escape to the Ocean, <laughs> Gardenia, <laughs> uh, Harlem Girl Isabella, Midnight Runner Blade Galaxy Beat Puzzle Legacy 3D Games Ultimate Edition. <laughs> I gotta get all these out in one breath. I mean, um, Lord. Uh, Peachy Boy, Trenches, and finally Fire Emblem Engage. So it's a pretty big week. Um, 
Persona, Monster Hunter, and Fire Emblem. Those are four really big games. So, not a bad week. It's finally nice to be seeing video games. And then, the next... Man, the end of January through February is fucking banana sandwich. A lot of video games. It stacks. Alright, uh, I'm gonna pull up the news. Like I said, I had some news hits from last week. Um, I'll just run through those real quick and then I'll get to the news of this week, which wasn't a ton. Uh, Bandai Namco is apparently recruiting for a Nintendo game, 3D action, maybe Kid Icarus? Hmm. So. Uh, Microsoft uh, Activision deal, of course, there's always something about that every week, but they plan to close the deal if the FTC doesn't come to a conclusion. There are no talks yet, and it's in pre-trial. That's what's going on there. Uh, Rumor Mill Persona 3 Remake is in the works. Should be interesting. Persona 3? Yes. So, there's big hoopla over this Persona 3 remaster because they're doing portable instead of Fez? Is that right? I think. Yeah, I believe it was a remake. Uh, uh, they were rep- they were um, they're putting out portable again rather than the console version. Yeah. So the now the rumor is that the, the next one up is a, a remake of three, which will probably include the Fez stuff. So. Um, Wizards of the Coast has canceled uh, up to five games, uh, as well as laying off a bunch of people working on them. So that was a story from last week. System Shock remake finally got a release date. It's due out in March. Uh, we had CES while we were doing the Game of the Year stuff. Sony announced um, that they've sold 30 million PS5s worldwide, which is a lot of PS5s, but also is lower than their initial target. They also said that um, the shortage should be over. You should be able to just walk in and buy one now. Survey says that's a lie, but go ahead. I honestly, I have not been inside a retail store in so long. I couldn't tell you if you can find them in stores, but I know that I went on Best Buy's website and tried to buy one just to see if you could, and I could. Um, yeah, you can you can go online, but there, like, I went to the stores and I because I still haven't replaced mine that they could have just sent me one and they did not. But anyways, um, yeah, they're not like in the store, but you can get it online. Uh, they also announced PSVR is launching with 30 games. Uh, I believe 10 of them will be cross-buy, so you'll get like your old games you know, upgraded to the PSVR 2 version. That's cool. And then they also announced Project Leonardo, which is their uh, accessibility controller, which is cool. That's always cool when you do one of those. Mm-hmm. I still really wish there was just one universal one that would work on everything, because I feel like Buying three or four hundred dollar controllers is kind of crappy, <laughs> but it definitely yep. you know it kind of defeats the the whole accessibility part of it, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I'm always about you know making games better for other people to play. Um, Hitman has being rebranded as Hitman World of Assassination, so there's no longer Hitman One Two Three. It's now just called Hitman World of Assassination. Contains all maps from one through three. Uh, they also uh, have a release date for that roguelike version, which I think is out soon, like in the next week or two. I think so. Uh, NetEase acquired Skybox Games, or sorry, Skybox Labs. I When I wrote this news story down, I knew what they did, but that was two weeks ago, so 
I think it's. I was the, about to say, I don't know who that is. I'm pulling them up. I'm pulling them up. I think they. Oh, they're on, the ones that worked on a bunch of shit. Yeah, like Halo and something Minecraft. Else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fallout seventy six. Oh God, yeah, they've worked on everything. Jesus. Halo five. Uh, a bunch of Age of Empires and stuff. Um, Age of Mythology. <gasps> Rise of Nations. Oh, that game is so good. Well, now they're owned by NetEase. So. <clears throat> Huh. It seemed mostly to be a um a companion studio. Yeah, support studio. Yeah. Um uh, Gears of War's back, y'all. Okay. Oh, As a Lord. card game. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did that Funko Pop version ever release? Uh yeah, it was uh, a phone, yes. it was a phone game. It actually is not bad either. It play it plays like um, I don't know if it's still being supported because I fell off. I was gonna say, wait ago. a minute, didn't it come out and then like get shut down? Yeah, I think it might be gone now. But it played like uh, Clash of Clans. So if you know anything about that game, where it's where you uh, have the different units and you have to destroy the two towers and then get up to the you know the top to destroy the wind. It's a real quick game. It? it was not no two towers. <laughs> All right. Um... Also, fanboy fodder for the Twitterverse, uh, former Forza Horizon devs have left the company to make Maverick games, and they're currently working on a AAA open-world title. So you know everybody ran with that. It'll be exclusive to the PlayStation? Is that what we're saying? No, no, it's just, you know, working at, at an Xbox studio sucks so bad they left to make their own. That's how that works. No, I, I knew that's what you were saying. I was just being <laughs> funny. Like, yeah, they left, and now their game's going to be exclusive. So, <laughs> like, well, Damn! Um, Microsoft announced that Xbox developer underscore direct. Uh, yes, I'm going to say the underscore Why because Microsoft is, is is insisting on putting it in there. Okay. Uh, that will be on January 25th. They have said it will focus on four games. Um, <laughs> Redfall. <laughs> I'm <Jesus>. sorry. <laughs> sorry. Redfall, Sea of Thieves, Grounded, and no, what's the other one? No, Ken? it's Redfall. Oh, fuck, I don't know if I remember. Redfall, Forza. Um, I'm trying to save the funny one for last. What's the third one? Fuck. This is how bad Microsoft games are. I don't know what they have. <laughs> I mean, it's really they've done this, you know. What is what is the third game? Like, the fourth is. game is Elder Scrolls Online because nobody gives a shit. What's the third game? I know Sea of Thieves. No, it's not Sea of Thieves. It's fuck. It's not Starfield either because they said that's going to come in a different. Day. No, that's getting a separate one. Oh, here we go. Finally, I don't know why my thing didn't pull Why? Uh, was... Elder Scrolls Online. No, that's the funny one. What's the third one? Oh, Minecraft Legends. Oh, that's right. That's what was... I forgot about that game. Why is that not the funny one? That's just a PvP multiplayer game. It's... Like that ain't even. Dude, Elder Scrolls Online is funny because it's four fucking years old. <laughs> Oh, actually, yeah, that's, yeah, okay. Four? No, 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 no. Not four years old. How old is it? That game is seven, at least. Okay. So it's, I'm shocked Sea of Thieves is not in this. Because why the fuck not? Actually, why uh, is, yeah. Because, yeah, 2015 is when I bought my copy. Came out uh, for PC in 2014. Yeah. I bought it then, because I bought it when it launched on PC. Oh, so, Jesus God. Christ. Yeah. yeah, Microsoft's like, check out our new games from seven years ago. What the fuck, 2015 man? is when it, it came out on consoles, and that's when I bought it. This, Only this... three of the games they're showing are 
new stuff. I mean, the Elder Scrolls thing is literally just going to be whatever expansion because they launch an expansion every year. So it's going to be whatever expansion is dropping this year. Big so, whoop. This thing, this thing has been confirmed to be forty-five minutes for four games. One of which is seven years old. All three of them we know about. I'm assuming we'll get release dates for Redfall and Minecraft and Forza. Like that, that makes yeah. sense. But like, my fucking Nintendo Directs are like 25 minutes, and they have like 20 games in them. Yeah, a bajillion. Like, man, that's what they need. Because there's do. 20 games to fucking talk about. But they have games to talk about. They just don't no, want do to they? talk about do they? them. I have a feeling they fucking don't at this well, point. Because well, they haven't. My my point is not just... Like, Nintendo Directs are not just first party. Why is Microsoft not talking about Atomic Heart? Or Lies of P? Or, you know, a bunch of the other games... Oh, that yeah! Got... That's a good point. Yeah. Like, I get... Let us know that about... the stalker devs are okay because that's a thing that, like, they haven't done. You know what else I'd like? A motherfucking release date for GoldenEye. <laughs> that you would might be cool. get this. Coming soon it... <laughs> in September, and it's in January now. He is real turned about this GoldenEye. I mean, how hard is it to put a ROM on your service? Apparently really harder than we think. <laughs> Coming soon in the September showcase, and here we are, January 15th of 2023. Nobody's even as much as fucking whispered Pierce Brosnan. Yep. I ain't even heard Tina Turner utter one song bit of that. that, that, I don't know where I was going with that. She sung the GoldenEye song. Anyways. um, Ah, Who did did the backing music for it? Uh, I don't know. Who did the backing music? You two wrote that song. Did they really? Yeah. yeah, it's, It's you two playing basically the background music for it and that's the reason why golden eye facts i don't want to ask for the reason why that song like doesn't have any sort of features of like if you listen to every other sort of james bond theme it has elements of the score or the score continues elements of the song in the movie yeah and I know there's usually a motif that kind of carries yep. that movie it doesn't because i'm pretty sure that song was a last minute change because originally they had Ace of Base write a song <laughs> called The Golden Eye. And the lyrics fit the plot of the movie. However, Ace of Base, I think this may have been around the time where it started to be exposed that like one of their members was an ex-neo-Nazi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you should have seen the signs. I mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, the sign was a swastika. <laughs> Um, and, and so that version does exist of, uh, their theme song and it syncs up with that intro perfectly. I'm going to have to look that up. I did not. Um, and I'm a huge James Bond fan. I did not know any of that. They did, they did a, um, they, they they ended up releasing the song on their own under the name The Juvenile, but I'm pretty sure that the, the GoldenEye version leaked. Um, because I've heard it. I just don't know if it's still out there, um, on YouTube. Um, but there's a couple of, like, scenarios like that where, like, uh, Radiohead was asked to do a song for Spectre that wasn't taken. Um, like, there's a, there's been a bunch where they've asked multiple people, sort of, to kind of present something. And then they picked the best one. Um, because Shirley, I think Shirley Basie, who, I mean, 
If you're going to ask me who's got the best Bond themes, it's, consist- it's consistently her. Oh, it's definitely um, her, yeah. She has, uh, I think she's done a couple of songs for movies that were, like, much later. Um, but, I mean, we can all just come into agreement that um, Madonna's is still the worst. Absolutely. Die Another yeah. Day. Die Another Day? Yeah, Absolutely. And then they gave her a cameo. Okay, we've talked a lot about James Bond. Go ahead. Go uh, Maddox. Sorry, still I, ain't got it. I, I, I love, I, I love talking about that shit. Sorry. I love just the, the drama behind the scenes. Alright. Um, Metal Gear Solid rumors again. Uh, this, this is going to be the new Metroid Prime remake, right? Yep. Although I kind of believe this one because this sounds like something Sony would do, like get an exclusive. Because they did it for Silent Hill, why not Metal Gear, right? I believe that. Yeah, I think that'll probably happen too. Because I mean, Metal Gear. Wait, unless you're about to sag into what we were talking about earlier, what you put in the chat. We were talking about that. No, no, no. I'm not. I that's that's confidential. Gotcha. Okay. Um. But no. So. Uh. Yeah, I, I think that since Metal Gear is synonymous with Sony anyway, kind of like Final Fantasy has been forever, right? So it probably, yeah, it'll end up being, and it'll crush my soul. Even though I, I really just want them, and I feel like there's a they could make money with this if they just remake the, the two, remaster the two that were on NES. The Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2. They need to remaster those, and then that would bring in a whole new audience to Solid Snake and Big Boss, and it would help explain stuff that some people probably didn't understand about the with the long monologue in Metal Gear Solid Four um, when Big Boss showed up. Like it, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm a Metal Gear fan. I would, I would like to see those other two redone because I think with the one on GameCube is already a perfect remaster of Solid. Like it's great. Yeah, no, the springboarding off the missile thing. The spring. Oh. <laughs> It, it, it what a it just it's a weird moment where it's like I know those games totally fuck around a lot, but it's just like what it, yeah, what was added right. by this? Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft has canceled three more unannounced games as well as delaying Skull and Bones. <laughs> well, that game ain't never gonna come out. They just need. To they stop. have to. They have to. I I, I, I think I read something about that. They I have believe it. Singapore government, yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling that is absolutely true. Um, I just could totally because I mean, they, that's the reason why they're in Canada a lot too. There's, you know, uh, tax cuts and stuff for developing in Canada. Um, but I don't know what Singapore's agreement was, and so I could totally see them making a bad agreement and still having to ship a product. Um, because it, it's the same with, like, what benefit... And, and I, I'm i one that says, like, I like when studios open in other places. Um, I, I genuinely think having uh, a different set of eyes on certain uh, franchises, like, especially with something like, say, Assassin's Creed, um, having studios around the world helps just by the fact that everybody has a different perspective on how this series should go. Um, the uh, Rabbids Party game uh, on the Switch, uh, Rabbids Party of Legends, was made by uh, Ubi- a Chinese Ubisoft studio. I don't know uh, where they are. I don't know if it's Shanghai. 
It's probably Ubisoft Shanghai. But um you know, but why but why would they open a studio in India, right? Like there has to be something in it for Ubisoft to see a value of opening a studio. So it's and man, they have a ton of studios. Holy shite. Um I've just looked up a list and uh the fact that it's as big as it is kind of scares me. Um but uh Yeah, it it's just <sighs> they have way too much and they're 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 making agreements with places and there's just no way they can put all this stuff out. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Ubisoft. I don't if 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 I had to pick one of the big companies that won't be around in five years, that would be the one. So I I I like Ubisoft's old stuff more and I know that's not a hot take, but like the the change really started uh, come Assassin's Creed. Um, that's when, like, I think they started to just make one game, essentially. And it's funny that, like, one of their devs came out and said that, like, uh, achievements are stifling game design. Well, yeah, you work for Ubisoft. That would, because that's basically all they're built around, is collecting shit. Um, you know, the best parts of those games, the best parts of Assassin's Creed are not the parts where you're collecting random shit. And I, I wish they would find themselves again, because, like, the Ubisoft that made Rayman 2 was amazing. The Ubisoft that did... Splinter Cell was amazing. Like, even the early Rainbow Six games were amazing. Like, it just... It's weird that they've let themselves just turn into this overbloated mess just like their games. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, uh, in North America, uh, they have uh, Blue Mammoth, the, that makes Brawlhalla. Um, they have... Uh, Jesus Christ. They have Hybrid Technologies, which is in Quebec. Um, they make visual effects for films and TV shows. Um, Quasal, I guess, uh, make cross-platform multiplayer tools for video games. Uh, Red Storm. Uh which does just virtual reality stuff at this point. Like, I, I thought they did Tom Clancy stuff. They don't do they they used to. Rainbow Six. They used to do it. They don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought they were still doing Siege or whatever. Okay. Like, just looking... Oh, my God. There's a Ubisoft Halifax, Ubisoft Montreal, Ubisoft Quebec, uh, Saguenay, uh, San Francisco, Sherbrooke, um... Toronto, Winnipeg. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Europe has 1492 Studio, uh, Future Games of London, Green Panda Games, uh, i3d.net, Ivory Tower, a catch app, which is a great name. I don't know who they are, but uh, they're mobile game stuff. Colibri Games, Massive Entertainment, Nadio, Owlin, uh, Ubisoft Redlinks, uh, Ubisoft Annecy, Barcelona, Barcelona Mobile. Belgrade, Blue Bite, Berlin, Mainz, Bordeaux, Bucharest, CRC, 
Kiev, Leamington, Milan, Montpellier, Odessa, Paris, Paris Mobile, Reflection, Sofia, Stockholm. That's just Europe. Then you get into Asia, and it's like Abu Dhabi, Chengdu, Da Nang, Mumbai, Osaka, Philippines, Pune, uh, Shanghai, Singapore, and then I feel like we're singing formers. a Johnny Cash song right now. Like right? it's just <laughs> like they've only lost five studios. That's it. They've just kept building more and more. But it's like, can you Who name? Are they canceling? Go ahead. Like yeah, like can you name what these people do? Like. Right! Like, what the fuck? You just canceled a bunch of games, but you have... What are these studios doing? Like... Uh, Stockholm <clears throat> is working on, with Massive Entertainment on the upcoming Avatar game. Oh, um, I forgot about that. Oh, in the Star Wars game, Massive is doing that too, ain't they? Maybe. I think. Um, like, uh, Sofia in Bar- Bulgaria, they were the co-development studio... They're a co-development studio, but they have led the development on Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation and Assassin's Creed Rogue. What else have they done? I don't know. Um, Ubisoft Reflections uh, were doing dri- the Driver series, and then they were became a support team for The Division. And they also are the team that did Grow Home. But it's hey, just I like, what the fuck? Driver? Wow. Okay. So did Ubisoft. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> The company Montpellier is working on Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Space Junkies. They ain't working on fucking Beyond Good and Evil 2. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't think that game is ever going to no. come. And it's so sad because I... oh, I probably want that more than I want Star Citizen to be a real game. But, you know. I'm going to start calling Star Citizen Pinocchio. I mean, at this point, like, it's... It uh, wants to be a real boy. It does. And it never will be. No, it's been 10 years. It's still an alpha. Jesus. Oh. All right. I'm going to move on to the last story that I have, which is the PlayStation Plus Extra and PP games. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we got the the lineup uh, as again. Extra. Excellent. We got Back for Blood. uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. Life is Strange Before the Storm, Life is Strange, Jet the Far Shore, Just Cause 4 Reloaded, Omno, Erica. Those are your extra games. So, pretty decent lineup. PlayStation PP finally remembered the PS1 was a thing, and they've added three games. This is, this is a weird lineup. I, I mean, Cypher Filter 3, okay, we knew that was coming. That makes sense, because we got 1, 2, and now 3. Mm-hmm. Hot Shots Golf 2 Also Classic Great game Yeah That one's good the, the last game Was Star Wars Demolition Yeah I don't know what That's Twisted Metal With Star Wars Star Wars Yeah I don't think That did well When it came out It like, did why? not Yeah so why <laughs> But that's such a weird pull Like It is Star Wars Demolition Before Metal Gear Solid Yeah before or it, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Before Final Fantasy VII. What the that, fuck is yeah. going on over there? <laughs> I think they're throwing darts at a at a board at this point. They're just like, alright, Star Wars, that's what it is. That, it's gotta be, because that's so 
random. I'm expecting next month for us to get uh, Masters of the Terrace Kasi, 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 however you say it. Terrace Kasai, yeah. That fire fight in Star Wars game? Yeah, Good stuff. with Arden Jesus. Lynn, you know, the one appearance yeah. she had. Yeah, that's that's a cool game. That game was, oh, it was, so, it was cool in concept, but so bad you, at execution. You fuck up a Star Wars fighting game, it's so easy. I know, it was so bad. Oh, man, me and my brother, oh, we almost got into a real fist fight over that game. Well, this oh, is a man. bad game. Jesus. Oh. I still play it, though. <laughs> I play you know what? The... I don't blame you. Because Mara Jade is in that game. And Mara Jade is an underserved character. And they need to bring her back. No, the, that, shit's, now. that shit's broken now. That, she's not real anymore. Yeah, right? she's a legend now, unfortunately. Which is... Uh, uh... Disney and that stupid option like that they made. Like, just... Uh, yeah. How dare they just be like... You no, we're done with this stuff. And then they go, actually, not this part. Right. Fuck you. And see, now I... they're going back and picking and choosing from what stuff was legend, yeah. what they're bringing up. You should have just washed it all away in the first place. You should have been more concise about nothing. what you wanted. Like, like they, they did nothing. No. Like, the only thing they got from from that, and, like, I, I know some people disagree with me, but, like, the only two things they'd lose is Solo and anything uh, attached to um, Rogue One. Those are the only... Yeah. Th- so, like... Because um, I don't think... Uh, you know what? They might have... Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian, I guess, would be new additions. But, like, it wouldn't be the first time that the Star Wars stuff kind of overwrote what existed previously because oh yeah you know they 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 would change lore sometimes to fit a, be- a more interesting better story um you know so it's just yeah it's uh it's just they I, got rid of so much like luke's Kyle dark empire stuff kyle katarn is a huge one like yeah, they just they they replaced one guy with a team that all dies yep what's crazy I mean, is the outrider is in the special edition Right! Like, it doesn't make sense! It just, ah, whatever, it's fine. I mean, Kyle Katarn's journey could have been a whole set of movies. If they had made him the protagonist of Rogue One and and did, like, he stole the the Death Star plans and then showed his journey coming to a Jedi and then a teacher in Luke's school. Like, there was so much potential for Kyle Katarn. Well, I mean, there was also a story that was told about Luke training the next Jedi, you know, kind of what they did. Yeah. And then didn't do. But they didn't didn't do. They just showed a flashback in one movie. But, and like, I spoilers for old Star Wars stuff and new Star Wars stuff, one of them ends up being um, uh, Ben Solo. Hey! Like, that was part of the fucking story. Thanks for coming out. They took that and did it worse. Well, they were supposed to be twins. Yes. Yeah, Jason and, they... and Jaina. But, like, Ben Solo was uh, just a whole fucking thing. They just did everything worse that they took. I fucking hate it. Yeah, they they literally took what was there, shook it all up, and poured it out. Because, like, yeah, the Solo <laughs> kids were twins, and Jaina had to kill Jason when he went to the... It was a whole big emotional thing, and this was over... 
like 12 books. Because that's how Mara Jade got killed and everything. But they made Ray Palpatine's granddaughter. Come on, man! Oh, yeah, right. Oh, no, no, it even gets worse. And Palpatine can just put himself into new bodies. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, so, I mean, so when do you win? Also, all those Star Destroyers are just under the surface of a planet, huh? Master yeah. Siphon, yes. J.J. <laughs> Abrams is terrible. I, I, I know I'm sure I've said that before, but, like, name something that J.J. Abrams finished and was good. Uh, I think he did a Mission Impossible movie that I liked. Yeah, right? Tom Cruise has full like creative control. Don't don't kid yourself. Oh, that's there. true. <laughs> that's true. He was hired as a director. Yeah. So, um, I don't know because he did. Didn't he do Lost? And I fell off. He of Lost starts Lost. Oh, and he didn't then finish it. Left it with no. Don't know. I didn't know that. Um, lot. So here's the thing that people bring in J.J. Abrams for. I need something spectacular to sell an idea and then he does a thing and then he fucking bails and uh damon lindelof finished lost mm. there was like no direction because jj went and did star trek yeah and then bailed from that i think after mm. the second one and i wouldn't say any of those movies were fantastic no they were and I'm good at best they were good yeah they weren't fantastic but they, I, I saw their approach because they were trying to get more people to star trek and star trek is not a overly actiony franchise and that's yeah kind of but what they uh, brought. but all I that fucking the, lens flare jesus yeah i prefer the less exciting i do too star trek I um too. <laughs> yeah he started um uh fuck what was it called fringe he didn't finish fringe fringe oh, got wow, finished. That was him too fringe yeah but he finished. i guess jj abrams left though I yeah guess he did i mean just like lost yeah. And yeah, that's, that's my what, problem. Yeah. He starts all these things that are interesting, but he can't finish anything, so he leaves it with, like, no direction, because Oh. Fascinating to watch, but has no actual goal in my, mind, so, like, the story's not really written. He's just doing something, and then basically fucks off, and other people are like, well, now I have to figure out what the fuck's going on. Now, Did to be fair... Cloverfield? Yes. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you uh, off. I just thought that was him. I don't remember what he did in Cloverfield. He may have just uh, produced it. Yeah, because I think that was a bad robot. Is that his company or his production? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was only a producer on Cloverfield. But yeah, okay. it's just like, he drives me nuts. Because yeah, it's just always like, he does a thing and then he bails and like other people have to pick up the pieces. Now again, Lost, he left early on. But nevertheless, like the literally there was no goal in mind when they crashed on that beach there was no story they were just like do something big so he did and then it's like well what, what what's gonna happen now who gives a shit i got paid and they fucking is out but i fell off of that show after like the probably like the second season and then i i would hear stuff because obviously at that time like everybody was watching lost and it was a huge thing so i would hear and everybody's disappointed I... by lost then they learned nothing and started watching Game of Thrones and said that I should watch that too. And then they were all really disappointed at the end of Game of Thrones. Dang, I'm like, right, pretty you know. sure most people are unhappy at the end of every television series. Uh, people hate the Sopranos yeah. ending. People hate the Toy That's the only ending. one that I'll defend. Like, you don't... Like, because people are dumb. You don't want an ending. It's never going to be satisfying if you just are handed 
the answers. Yeah. I actually liked, because I saw The Sopranos. That's funny where you're like talking about TV shows. I watched The Sopranos for the first time, like, last year or a year before last. Liked the ending. I I like that they kind of leave it up to the, you know, to the viewer of what they want that, you know, his fate to be. I got, I don't know. I, but I guess they, did they, was there a movie that came out yes, that portrayed him? Yeah, it's a prequel. It's a prequel. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't see that. Okay. All it's, right. it's him James growing Gandolfini's up. James Gandolfini's son plays, yeah. plays Which, Tony Soprano. The movie is not great. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. Well, I liked the show. The show was great. The show is Good still stuff. one of the top, top three TV shows of all time. Yeah, so it's it's really good. All right, uh, we're gonna wrap this show down. Uh, with... One one quickly, oh, one ahead. quickly. Uh, no, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic isn't affected by uh, Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro changing the license for um, their uh, what's it called uh, OGL, the Open Games license. Um, but other games are so uh, you know. If you it, it, look, people are combining lists of like what uses the OGL that might go away soon if Hasbro does end up changing the rules. It's it's a shitty event. Like uh, it sucks, but like yeah, the, the Star Wars one was actually built by Wizards of the Coast for Lucasfilm, so I don't think they actually have to use. Like there's no effect. Uh, there's nothing being affected by the fact that the OGL is changing because that wasn't part of the OGL to begin with. But. I I didn't know that that was, huh? I've read about that. I I saw the, but I didn't know it was going to affect stuff that was already. Yeah, out like so. they're they're changing it to the point where it could affect stuff that's already published. Like it's it's one of the biggest fuck yous. So uh, yeah, the people I've that do it. Pathfinder, as well as a bunch of other big sort of creators, Pathfinder uh, Paizo is probably the biggest mm-hmm. out of all of them. Uh, anybody that's been ricking off the OGL, they're basically making a new um, equivalent and uh, are going to basically keep Wizards of the Coast out so they can't be affected. Um, Because what the OGL is, is like um, basic elements of what makes D&D D&D is uh, open for use to the public, um, while certain aspects are not. And so like you could you can't have a beholder in your game because that is technically um it can look like a beholder but you can't use the name beholder because that is a D&D term right. um so it gets a little weird with what is and isn't but um down to the basic of like you're rolling a d20 well the d20 is a, is a system that is like owned by uh wizards of the coast i believe under a different license so it, it it gets very complex on what is and isn't, but basically because this is going to affect so many people, um, a bunch of these third party uh, creators and people that make their own tabletop games are coming together to try to fight it. But um, yeah, and I've, I've seen a bunch of articles saying that like um, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, because it uses the basis of a tabletop game, uh, it's going to be affected, and then Disney will just sue Hasbro into an oblivion. Uh, but that's not true, because Wiz- uh, Wizards, not sorry, um, Knights of the Old Republic uh, is based off of the Wizards tabletop game built for Star Wars, so there's no OGL attached to it, because Wizards made it. They don't need to use the open game license. They're the owners. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to affect the remaster. <clears throat> or if it's going to... Or, uh, I oh, don't no, think that's it's on hold. F- 
It don't I, hold yeah, I don't think it's going to affect it anyways because again, it's using um, its own a system that, that was made for them. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. so okay, um, yeah, I saw Hasbro Gambus... would have to fight that, and I don't, I don't picture Hasbro seeing a, a benefit to fighting that because they get to make toys based off of. Well, yeah, yeah. right. So, Okay. Well, no, go ahead. Yeah, I, I had I read some of it's about this. I just wanted to bring up the OGL because it. it does is going to affect a bunch of games. Um, I've watched. Um, give me a second. Uh, I will Never find Winter Nights. Uh, well, that's a D and D game, so oh. that that doesn't oh, yeah, get Never affected Winter because yeah, that right. is a Dungeons and Dragons game. Property. Um, yeah. but like the Pathfinder games, yeah. those right now are under. Oh. Attack because that's a Pathfinder game which uses the OGL. Um, there's a bunch of independent stuff. There's a guy on um, YouTube called William SRD, um, and he does a lot of like tabletop based stuff. He's talked about Warhammer games. He's a great watch, but he did a video called Seven Plus Video Games that used the D and D OGL, and um, it's worth a watch if you're interested in tabletop stuff being a- adapted to. Uh, video games. He talks about some lesser known titles that are going to be screwed by this. Hmm. Okay. All right, we are going to close the show with some emails from people for their game of the year, as well as some tweets. So I'm going to kick it off um, with Neo Shakespeare sent us an email. Said, "Howdy, crew. Been a while since I've written in, but I figured I would chime in on the game of the year discussions. I've played about 70 plus games this year and finished 64. God damn." Uh, with about 40 of them being from this year. Unfortunately, I don't have Elden Ring on my list. I did have it sitting somewhere around number 4, but decided to take it off completely because I just don't feel like I've completed enough of it yet. I should be finishing it sometime this year. Same goes for Marvel's Midnight Suns. However, I'm pretty sure both of these games would be in my top 10 list. Otherwise, here's my list. Number 10, Madison. Number 9, Gotham Knights. Number 8, Chained Echoes. Number 7, As Dusk Falls. Number 6, Dying Light 2. Number 5, A Plague Tale Requiem. Number four, Moss Book Two. Number three, Cyberpunk 2077 on the PS5. Number two, Horizon Forbidden West. Number one, God of War Ragnarok. Uh, honorable mentions: The Diofield Chronicle, The Quarry, Roller Drome, New Tales from the Borderlands, Ghostwire Tokyo, Stray, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, and Crisis Core Reunion. Um, I'd also like to throw in Biggest Disappointment. Oh, he says I'd also like to throw in some other rankings. Feel free to chime in with yours as well. He said Biggest Disappointment, but then. Email cuts off. So well, I, I didn't know about Madison. I'm looking at screenshots of it. It's that's a creepy looking ass game. What is it? Madison. Oh yeah, the horror game. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't think I've if I've seen it, I don't remember it. The hands. Here's a weird compliment. The hands are probably some of the most realistic looking hands from a first person view I've ever seen. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> I think he had Moss 2 on there. That actually probably... <laughs> I I haven't finished it, or else I, it probably would have made my list. Cause that Moss actually is good. and Plague Tale are two games I forgot came out in 2022. I, I forgot that, too. Like I had, like I said, I haven't finished Moss 2. Plague Tale came out at the worst time. Yeah. I didn't play the first one. Like, what? I know it's like you're saving your brother or something from a... I, I haven't played the play. first one either, but okay, like yeah. the second one came out. It's it's next-gen only, and it came out like during a time where other things were coming out. Like, it couldn't have been... Like, I think we were on the verge of getting God of War, and it... Oh, fuck, man. Play t- hold on. 
Yeah, I just remember it being like, yeah, Plague Tale's coming out. Like, ooh, that is not the biggest game this week. That's That came out on to- October 17th. October was a so, crazy month. Yeah, like... I'm just uh, pulling up and the old... And he had Gotham Knights on there, which is awesome. Because, yeah. yes, that is a good game. <clears throat> I need that 60 FPS patch so I can go finish that game. Um, I hope they, I hope they drop that this year. Playtale Requiem. So here's here's what came out kind of in October. Uh, Looking at the big title. Sorry here. Um, All right. So so because like right now it's uh, as your striker gunvolt. That's not one of the big ones. No. Um, No more heroes. Three released on the 14th on other consoles. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem came out on the 18th, the same as them's fighting herds. Um, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves question came out of Windows the day after. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope came out that same Friday. Vampire Survivors came out on Windows that day. Um, Alan Wake Remastered came out on the Switch. Gotham Knights came out on the 21st, so not too long after. I just don't see how we, that one st- stuck out. And it did get released in a bad time, but I, I've heard good things about it. I just I didn't play the first one, so I wasn't even looking at the second one. I don't know how much of money they had to do um, uh, advertising for. I remember it being really pushed early on, and then closer to release, just not seeing as much mm. about it. Other than like you can play it on Switch uh, via cloud or whatever. All right. Uh, moving on, Jeremy Rice says, Hey guys, no surprises here, but my game of the year is hands down Elden Ring. That game definitely made its way into my top 10 and possibly top 5 games of all time. It was tough, Damn. but there were so many amazing areas and bosses. Every time I thought I had discovered everything, I would find a new area or underground challenge. So much of that game could have been DLC, but it was included in the main game and at the $60 price tag. Uh, a couple honorable mentions are Xenoblade 3. That game was a grind and mostly total, and almost totally forgettable for me until the ending. That was pretty bonkers, but it's 60 hours to get there. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, I'm enjoying Sonic Frontiers, but I haven't played enough to get a good handle on it. I'm looking forward to hearing everyone's Game of the Year picks. Sorry for the book. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Adam writes in and says, Hey all, loved your lists. Can't wait to try a few of those games, especially Power Wash Simulation. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That I almost put that on my list just almost as a a gag, but I mean, it really is this just a satisfying, stupid ass game. Oh God, yes. If uh, you like, if you like collectathons or like getting all the shit on a fucking in like Assassin's Creed, like this is that on a micro scale. Got to get all the dirt. Man, the dirt is so satisfying to get to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to play it for real, for real. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so it's nothing. Oh yeah, okay, well, yeah. yeah, nothing to lose. Exactly. You go outside, you start spraying the stuff outside, just watching that dirt come off. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so sad. And that the first time you get the ding when you when you clean something entirely. Oh, uh, watching the little, watching like the light on the the uh, van like just shine once it's completed. You're like, oh uh, yeah. Hey, I'm installing it remotely. Lord, there you okay. go. You talked me into it. In the spirit of Zero, I wanted to share my personal crazy out there number one game of 2022. Yeah, nobody, not <laughs> any comments about the fact that I picked the Atari. That's my game of the year. I wasn't, I wasn't surprised. You gave it a ten. It's so yeah. good. Uh, it, 
Go ahead. I was say, I mean, it, it's to me, it's like not. It's the same reason why I didn't put the Turtles collection on mine. It was just like these games stand alone. It's like almost like I don't. I have to judge them differently because it's like it's the package of like it's so weird because they're old. Just they're just old games, and it's like I didn't put um. Like, they're good games. Like, some of those Atari games are bad. But, like, for the most part, you know what the games are going to play like. And if you have any sort of care for Atari, like, they're going to be the best version of that. Um, It's just, you know, that is not why those collections are amazing, in my opinion. Like, the Turtles collection, yeah, it's a bunch of great games and then a few bad ones. Um, But it's, like, it's the wrapper of it that's, like, amazing. So I don't know. It's, like, it's weird to put it on the list when... The games are good, but it's really the experience of, like, watching these doc or looking at these documents and everything. Like, that's not for everybody. So I, I just didn't put on my like turtles on my list because that's one I played because I was like, eh. the game part is cool and that's good, but that is not why I would suggest it. And I wouldn't if you were like, what's the best library esque item? Turtles, you know. Atari. So I, I don't say it's out there. You gave it a ten, but it is a weird one to put on. I guess I'm torn, is what I'm saying. His his shocking game of the year is Dragon Ball: The Breakers. Is okay, oh okay, okay. That yeah. one's a weird one. Okay, yeah. Is it hear okay. me out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another one of those asymmetrical games. But damn, this one this one does it well. I've played a few of them, and this one has great balance. I think one of the best things is that you can pick up. From one of the three big bads from the show, and each one has massively different gameplay. Anyone who even has a passing interest in Dragon Ball should give it a go. I think it's only like twenty bucks too. I'll try it. I mean, I try those. I play those asymmetrical, and I played the. I think it was a beta, and it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was different. Um, I just was hoping for a Game Pass release. <laughs> I mean, maybe <laughs> at some point it might. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. Oh, Jeremy Ryder. That is the weirdest. That that is the weirdest choice. Yeah, that is. That's not. I'm not even. It's not even criticizing. It's just like I don't think that's made. I've seen some people put on disappointment, and I'm like, man, that's how I feel about all these games. You can't criticize this dragon. They're like, it's just another one of these. I'm like, yeah, but you've praised other ones of these, so you can't just say it's another one of these. Yeah. Um, it's. It's very odd, though. I have not seen that in anybody's list. So to hear it as number one, like I'm glad. I hope it's got the player base. Yeah. Jeremy wrote in with an honorable mention. He says, hey, guys, I just wanted to add one other game to my list. Returnal is a blast. Was Returnal this year? No. It was it on was. PC this year. PC. I think yeah, year. So, yeah, I guess, I guess if you played it on PC and not PS5. He says, if they would make a Metroid game like this, I would be in. Oh, God, yeah. Returnal is so good. I'm assuming Except, I'm assuming he's talking about like the visual, yeah, and visual play language style. in that game is because so I don't know good. if I would want to repeat stuff in Metroid. No, 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 no. I don't want it to be roguelike. I want it to be visual. The visual language of a Returnal as Metroid. Oh God, that'd be so good. Uh, was Returnal like an exclusive to Epic? Mm, uh, no, it's no. on Steam. It's is on it, Steam. It's saying yeah, so it doesn't. It hasn't come out. It didn't come out. It came out in 2021. Returnal is coming soon to PC. Oh, this year. oh, it still hasn't come. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm looking because like if you look on Steam, that's the reason why I asked if it was Epic exclusive because it says coming soon on the Steam store. 
and um, oh, it yeah, says I it coming out, out 2023 on Wikipedia, but... Okay, well, that might be. I thought it had come out. I need to play that. I haven't... I, it's a I great it. game that is really marred by the fact that it's a roguelike. If that was a straight, single-player, linear game, oh my god. Oh my god. Gotcha. I get that they use that, like, partially for part of the story, too. Yes, they do, and it's done well. So it, it really is. It's kind of like it's kind of like Hades. I, I have to give them some credit. They're at least trying to work it into the narrative. Whether or not they succeed, I think is is mileage may vary, but like I, I don't know. I, I, that was my part of my favorite things. Like in Hades, was dying mm. and seeing how the world was still continuing on. He says, I still haven't gotten out of the first area. The boss is rough, but I'm really enjoying it, at least for now. The permanent upgrades seem very few and far between, but I'm sure there's a bunch I don't know about the game yet. It was great hearing everyone's Game of the Year last year. Thanks for the show. You're welcome. Yeah. And thank you. My biggest, my other biggest issue with, with Returnal was that it was not a $70 game. Oh, I did not actually know that. I knew it. That's a problem it's, with it's a all games. too, ain't it? What's that? I, it's a bullet hell too, isn't it? I think yes. that's why I didn't get it because it was a roguelike and a bullet hell, and I'm not good at those bullet hells. I just like there's too many things. <laughs> what was it that I was? Uh... So you didn't play Vampire Survivors then, Terrence? I did. So okay, so that is different. I don't know. Like <laughs> you're the one I, that's so, causing the bullets. Well, yeah, maybe I think maybe that's what it is because like I had to turn off the numbers because it was way too overwhelming when you had like the damage you were doing on there too with everything. But no, I've, I actually like Vampire Survivors a lot. I don't know. I'll probably try Returnal because I think it's in the it's um, in PP, PlayStation PP. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll when I get my PlayStation back, um, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. All right. Uh, I think that's all the game of the year emails. But I got a couple other emails. This first one comes from. Blue Sky says, hello all, just wanted to say how tired I am of correcting people about PlayStation Plus, quote, free games versus Game Pass. PlayStation Plus, quote, free games are only playable as long as you pay the $17.99 a month or the $80 a year. You cannot play these games if your subscription ends. You don't own them. These free games are only free in the sense that Game Pass games are free. In that case, you get 450 free games when you subscribe to Game Pass for $9.99 a month. You still need to be subscribed to Game Pass to play those games too. Well, obviously. Um, so no one is getting any free games like we did with the Xbox 360 games that used to be given away for free on Game Pass. Um, actually, that was games. That was Xbox Live Gold. Uh, both are subscription services, and no one, no game is playable without the subscriptions. Yes, some games come off of Game Pass, and the free PlayStation Plus games stay in your library, but again, still need to be subscribed in order to play. They do need to ditch games with gold, as it's only like only looks like PlayStation players are getting free games and Xbox getting two shitty games. Right now, you get 453 free games on Game Pass, including the the same free games on PlayStation Plus this month: Fallout 76 and Jedi Fallen Order. So there. Hang on, that was a journey, but I followed what he. I I, I picked up what he put down. But <laughs> I mean, but was, was anybody implying they were free? Yes, there are there are people that have that argument that they think uh, we that say, PlayStation we say that games are we say that sometimes when like we're talking but, about but, like, but well, it's the, free because it's on Game Pass. But in the in the okay, but yes, I understand that. But in the context of it, is that some of the PlayStation stuff, if you're just paying for online, 
this stuff is included inside your purchase for online services. The three games for PlayStation Plus right. standard. Plus yeah. the, anything outside of that with the ex- fucking extra shit. Uh, the, all the other tiers of PlayStation. Um, right? But at that point, you're increasing the cost to get access to those games. So the point when people say it's free, like, if you say it's free with Game Pass, I mean, yes, but you understand the point. Like, Game Pass, you might be paying for Game Pass for some other reason, and now this is the extra that you get out of it. Whatever. I mean, I I feel like this is fighting over terminology that I think we all know what we're saying. But, like, my thing is, is, like, if you are buying Xbox Gold, not Game Pass... Anything they give you is an extra because I just can't see someone signing up for just Xbox Live Gold just to get these two free games. You see what I'm saying? Or two games, I should say. Yeah, nobody, so nobody's the, paying the cost. For is I want you to play online. Here's two free games they're handing you for paying for just their online service. If you're paying for Game Pass, you're at least understanding of why you're exchanging money. There's the 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 bonus is almost the online service if you're paying for Game Pass. I don't know. It, it to me it's just like um what's the word um I'm looking for God damn it semantics. Yeah. Uh, well, it is, but I I maybe I was looking at what he was saying differently because I thought he was talking about when people say the PlayStation service gives you these two free games like the Xbox Games for Gold that similar program every month, but those are not technically free because if I was to cancel my service or it ended that month, I lose access to those games that they gave me. But the games for gold, you don't lose access to if you cancel your gold, you still keep. I thought that's what he was saying. Okay, so so, so, yes. Only 360 games, which they don't do anymore. Well, yeah, right, right, right. But I thought that's what he was saying. Is still like, it is is a free, if you're just playing for PlayStation Plus, that is a free addition to your service. Yes, you right. can only no, use them you're while saying. you're on, yeah, but right. my point is that you're still only paying because they force you to pay to use their online services. Sure, right. I get what you're saying. No, like, I, I get what you're saying. It, yes, some people might sign up just to get the whatever many games each month, and at that point, I suppose the service is not free because you're essentially just paying to rent. But... Like it again. It depends on what part of the value you are paying for, or like what part of the service you are paying for, and what is essentially just an added benefit to your paying. Right. Like again, semantics of it all. It's like, I suppose yes, correct. None of it's technically free. Money is being exchanged at some point or another. There is no such thing as a free lunch. That is true. All right. Uh, the last email that I got comes from Antonio. He says, I put down Yakuza Like a Dragon long enough to tinker around with the Steam Deck. I got PS1 games up and running on the day I got it, and yesterday I booted up some original Xbox games while watching some football. Today I'll probably work on getting PS2 and GameCube emulation going. I've only ever emulated the PS1 and PSP, so I'm kind of surprised how easy it was for me to set up Xbox, especially with YouTube guides. This thing really is a handheld dream. I'm hoping the Dead Space remake works uh, well on the deck because I definitely double dip down the line if so. Now back to Yakuza. I'm so dumbfounded by how much I like. I love Like a Dragon and loved Zero. 
and the characters in general. I'm dead set on making my way through 1 through 6 and the two Judgment games. I know it's a daunting task, but it's one I'm willing to take. Godspeed. Yeah, those are long-ass video games. They're good. They're all good. Man, they're long. And that and that that run from 3 to 5 is rough. is hard because they are still the PlayStation 3 essentially. Yeah, even the updated versions they put on PS4 and Xbox 1, they're still hard to play. I mean, they're all based off of the the engine of 3, right? Yes, I believe so. And 6 was the first time that changed cuz 6 is running in the Kiwami engine if I remember correctly. Um well, I thought six was running zero engine. Sorry. Yeah, I don't remember. They've, they they haven't changed engine that many times. No. For the amount of games, they have. right? So so I mean, it's it just but you know, five when they've built way more upon the engine is is better than three, but it still feels old in comparison to zero, which is a prequel, which uses a different engine, and then. Well, uh, six used the Kwame two engine, I think. I thought Kwame right? one and two were the same engine, or maybe I'm crazy. Oh God! Oh God! Because I thought zero was was zeros when they changed the engine the first time, and then I thought Kiwami and Kiwami two. Okay, hold on. Two Here it is. This... I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Okay. Okay. So the Dragon engine was used in the development of Yakuza six, Kiwami two. Judgment, Like a Dragon, and Lost Judgment. Okay, so they changed it to Kiwami 2, basically. Yes. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Does it say what engine... So Zero and Kiwami were probably a different engine. Same one, I believe, yes. Man. Fucking... Yakuza... What What a fucking turnaround. No shit, right? Like, that game was, uh, was considered just... a Shinmu ripoff, and then, yeah, nah. But it wasn't. It was, that was that's not what how people they sold called it. it. They sold it as but Grand that's, Theft that's, Auto. And no, that's not boy. how they sold it, but that's how people compared it back in the day. Yeah, and boy, I did. no. I thought it was a Shinmu. I didn't, I didn't play those games until, oh Jesus, until the same the game, but I think, no, 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 it was the Sony one. The fourth one was the first one I played. I could never I call it Grand Theft Auto because you don't drive a car. No, yeah, you don't at all. Because <laughs> I remember that... hearing those and I was like, well, where's the car I can steal? There's no. You yeah, there's no car. You just walk your but, ass around. Yeah, you walk everywhere. They, they are man, good. I'm looking they, forward to the I, new one. I that was I was sold on it being like this is like Grand Dunno but Japanese. Then you're getting into random battles like this is terrible. Then so, I want to say it was Jay was like it's an RPG and I'm like oh that makes far more fucking sense than goddamn Grand Theft Auto. Goddamn they sold that game poorly. Yeah they did, but it's it's got its resurrection and now everybody loves them some some Kiryu, so we're good. Dragon of Dojima got his resurrection and we're okay with that. So three, four, Dead Souls and Kenzan, which I think is get finally coming over this yeah, year. That's in all operate on the same like... engine. Five zero in Kiwami and Ishin, which is also coming over, all operate uh, operate on an upgraded version of that engine. Yeah, I'm so excited ready for, for the PS4 for the Ishin one. That's the Samurai one. Yeah, that's yeah, out so in February or March. I think. There's like two games coming out this year in short yes. time. 
Yes. Which doesn't other. shock me because fucking Ryu Gagatoku Studio is... Wait, what's the other one? I only knew um, about the Ishin. Give me a second. Is it like a Dragon 2? Is it like a Dragon 2? No, that's Already? later. Oh, they dang. Um, Actually, it's been it's been what two years? Three yeah, it's years been two like years. It's been yeah. Two never years. mind. I'm tripping. Give me a second here. Two Just years is an eternity to Ryu Gogotaku Studios. Actually, yeah, they seem to be cracking. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're like Omega Force. They're like we got we got a game out this week. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> okay, so Ishin is coming out this year. That's one of the Samurai games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Fuck. God that one damn. is soon, soon, because I saw it on... The, so, 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 here it is. Uh, like a Dragon Asian, a remake of the original spinoff. Uh, the remake was announced in 2022. It's supposed to come out February 21st, 2023. Yeah. Um, which is weird, because it's being developed on Unreal Engine 4, but okay. Huh. Then there's Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, which is uh, Like a Dragon 7, Gaiden... Um, there's a spin-off title set between the events of Yakuza 6 and Like a Dragon oh, okay. and the upcoming sequel Like a Dragon 8 starring Kazuma Kiryu as the protagonist okay so sorry that's a brand new Whoa, one that comes Kiryu's out Kiryu's gonna be in Like a Dragon 2? yeah yes. I think they showed that in the trailer though yeah like, they did yeah I think I remember that yeah and yeah the game was so the game is uh, supposed to come out this year as well and then Like a Dragon 8 uh, is supposed to come out in 2024 why is man? Why is my dude getting no love from like a dragon? That dude was great because because he's still going to be the main hero, but they're going to reintroduce. Oh man, I don't know. Kiryu is coming back, I guess. I, I, I mean, Kiryu is sense. the goat. I ain't gonna lie. But but we're getting at least two games in the series. This year. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get rid of Ichiban. I, I, the people like that dude. Like I don't. I think I think he will maybe be a team up kind of situation. With I think Kiryu. so. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. But yeah. I'm. I am now interested in this series. I'm. I mean, I go back to play all of them. I played um, zero. Was it zero? <sighs> Whatever one that first came to Game Pass, I played that one. Zero, I think, was the first one that came. To Game Pass. If it takes place in the eighties, it's zero. yes. It yeah. was the eighties. Yeah. Did you yeah, do the okay. big ass cell phone? Miracle Johnson. Yep. 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 <laughs> oh, that was, that's, yeah. that's good shit. All right, I got a few tweets here. Uh, per Perfitty says, "My game of the year is Scorn. It was fresh and unlike anything I've played. Also, really enjoyed Ghost Song, Pentiment, Moon Scars, and High on Life." Nice. Uh, that's a good variety. Taker one two nine says, "Amazing job, fellas. I loved hearing everyone's top ten games. The one thing that surprised me was the Sony games comment. Sony games are very mature." They are making games for adults. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> no other platform holder is doing that. They are trying to push the medium forward. Man. Mm. Yeah, can I, but I, so I knew this was going to come up because I knew, I remember what I said. My issue is not that they're mature games, right? Mature, not the sense of, like, just violence. Um, although most of them lean into that to some extent. Um my issue is that it feels all very Oscar Beatty, the equivalent of that. Like you can, because like in my same in my head, like near Automata does the same thing without feeling like it's trying that to be that. You know, like there's a level of where it feels like you are now just trying to get kudos, and it's like okay, 
you can make a very good game that'll come naturally. You don't have to keep being like, no, this is pushing the medium forward. It, is it? Or because it feels stagnant, sort of at this point. Like when that's all you produce, and it's not. Be- Listen, at least they're producing fucking games. I know it's no, that. no, hundred percent on that. Bad, right, bad and like us. you can argue that Nintendo has been not in that place where as of late they've been pushing a lot of more, you know, for younger kids or or at least family friendly content. I mean, uh, I except understand. For Bayonetta. I understand the family friendly content. I understand the difference. You know mentally but my biggest issue is like making games for adults like no like adults can like any kind of game like adults love fucking Fortnite, you know like, i don't i just i, I don't yeah know. there's something there's something about me. it that just feels uh like they're very again i i will not take away the the gameplay in those games i think they're brilliant with their um i i mean no one Listen, Xbox made a fucking controller, and they're still not on the level of, like, um, uh, disability awareness that Sony is. Like, the the studio is putting in those all those options um, for uh, accessibility. Like, it, it, they can't be a beat. Um, you know, visually, they're stunning on all that stuff, but it's just, like, there's something about it to me, and clearly Ken feels the same way, and maybe we can't find the best words for it that they just feel like the same game it all feels like it's this high prestige content to the point where it doesn't nothing feels special anymore like it was special when god of war came out amongst other things and now it's just like well that's all they do all they do is these prestige sort of titles so it's not special i guess like spider-man 2 is going to come out and it's going to be the same prestige spider-man game and that's good but like it's not going to have the same effect on you more than once i mean that that can be said about anything because if you go back and look at like that first spider-man game that came out around the movie time like that was special and then they made Mm -hmm. three more and like they were just as they good. Avoid a really, number two was like, whoa, it's open world. Then number three came out, and you're like, I'm done with this. Yeah, like, I don't care. And it's the same with Assassin's Creed. It's the same with everything. Like, I'm, like Mario has to change. Like, that's the good thing with, like, Nintendo, is they put so much fucking time between their video games. Yeah, look at, look, at, look at Zelda to Zelda. Like, those games are massively... Like, I don't know, there's just something special about each one. They try to do something different with each. Um, but, like, you look at New Super Mario Brothers. Boy, that wore out its fucking welcome to most people. <laughs> yeah, they did too many of those too close together. Too many of those too quick. Um, even Super Mario Galaxy 2, which I've heard is amazing, I, I didn't pick it up. I was like, I, I'm good, I played Galaxy. Yeah. I don't have it now, I just haven't sat down with it. But, like, you know, it it's the appearance of things. Like, I just... You know, and I guess, you know, what are we saying with the Yakuza? Like, oh, those are all really good games. <laughs> They're like, all yeah, but, like, I wouldn't want to play them back to back. That'd no. be a fucking nightmare scenario. I've got enough so, Yakuza games to last me, like, the rest of my life. Yeah, now. and they're going to keep putting out more, and I'll buy them, because I suck. I suck. I, it's not them. I know where I fall. <laughs> I know it's I'm just, the problem. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Just something about it. Like, it... it it's it's just I I've got it. Like you make mature games for adults. Can we please have some levity? You <laughs> make really good games. Or... I would like a different tone other than this is the end of the world. 
I'm fall- I have character problems, and I will try to overcome those character problems or fail at them. Come by by the end of this title. Are the Sony games behind the beaded door at the back of the blockbuster? Is that was that what we're like? I'm the first person to criticize like just mindless shit, like movies and stuff. I get on Ken for it all the time. But that being said, like I get why they have to exist. It's fine that they I exist. It. I just wish they would make the other games too. Like even Ratchet and Clank has moved in this direction. And it's like, that's not why you go to Ratchet and Clank. Sony could get me super stoked for announcing a next-gen jumping flash. That's that's who I am. Uh, fuck, uh, what's the, um, Astrobot. Just more Astrobot. Dude, Astrobot is the shit. Astrobot's so your good. best character. I that's the best it. game on the PS5, I said it. Fucking, the music, the music from the VR game is some of the most cheerful, happy music. It fucking puts Mario to fucking shame. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I love these characters. This world is beautiful. It's just nice. You these haven't played the new adorable one yet, you? and kind and uh, you didn't play the new fresh one. air. No, I can't. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so I know. good. And, it and was I would free. play. That would be the. Yeah, it's on. It's actually free too. Yeah, it's yeah. on console. Fucking free, and that game is so good. That's a, you know that game was my first platinum trophy. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Ever, ever. Oh I wasn't. I'm not a PlayStation ecosystem guy. I, just... I my first platinum trophy. Fuck, I don't know if I I know which first platinum trophy. I know I did one for stories that was early on. Yeah, I never finished all the branches. I did like dude stories. Stories towards the end there, I was having to grind some shit out. Yeah, get a that's combo where I of fell like off. thirty plus without taking a hit. Nah. But I I did it. I did it. The game was like tr- falling apart because I'd been running it for so. Dude, that thing made my PlayStation like burn up. Yeah. I don't know what that game was doing, but it was burning my particle effects. Up. A lot of them. When you go into slow mo and all the particle effects happen, I was like, yeah. It's going into slow-mo. Five was, frames per second. Yeah, I was not a PlayStation <laughs> ecosystem guy when I was, you know, doing the the completion games. And I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't done a completion game. And so, like, literally that Astrobot Platinum is the only 100% completion achievement slash trophy shit I've done in God, seven years, probably. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 was one. There's a couple where I have all the trophies, but it's not a platinum. Um, yeah, at this point in my life, I have to really like a game. But, like, I am... So, here's the thing. I was a PlayStation guy. I didn't play Xbox. I only bought an Xbox 360 because it was cheaper than a PS3. Um, so, for me to, like, kind of fall out of love with your console, you know... Or, or what you're outputting, like it's and it's not that I have an issue with God of War. Um, I liked the first Horizon. Um, I think the story is not the problem with that game. It's just like, you know, it does feel all very samey to me because like I come from a time when Ratchet and Clank was different than Jack and Daxter, which again tonally they may have started at the same place. They moved different directions, um, which was different from Dark Cloud, which was technically a first party license. Uh, made by a level five, um, which was different than God of War at the time, which was 
just hyper violence for almost no reason because man is angry. And it's just like all those games were different. And then I don't know, as as we've moved away from the Japanese led Sony, it's become very much of these prestige titles. And like I don't know. I don't want to feel miserable all the time. Yeah. I miss old school Japanese Sony. It was my favorite. I, I just wish there was a balance. Because I liked God of War. God of War was an, the original was, you know, um, on the PS2 was an American game. You know, uh, Twisted Metal was an American game. I'm not trying to just name Jaffe's stuff, but it's like these were key titles. Um, but they understood the fact early on that they needed a mascot. What is the mascot of Sony other than just adult entertainment video games? Well, they had one, like, and then they sold it. <laughs> Dude, what was that? Universal. It was Crash, man. No, they didn't oh, yeah. own Crash. No, no, no. Crash was always owned by I, Universal. I understand. And so was I, I know that. I was joking. What I'm saying is, that they had one. They could have bought that. They totally yeah. They decided that. not to, which was a mistake because um, Crash is PlayStation. It was. Yeah. But like you know, I find that with a lot of their stuff is like these characters. Like, was this the move all along? They wanted to be the uh, Oscars sort of material. Like, it just, again, Oscar bait is the best way I can describe it. It feels like it just hits all the points to be taken as high art. But it's like, sorry, Shadow of the Colossus is high art. It moves the medium forward. I don't see God of War moving the medium forward. It's just telling a mature story in a video game. A very good video game, but a video game. Like, it's not doing, like, I don't know. It just, I'm I'm torn because I, like, I don't dislike these video games. I just don't have the, like, I just have to be in such a mindset to want to sit down and just kind of lay in misery with these characters. <laughs> Same with even Horizon. Horizon was like this weird, like, I just, I'm tired of feeling miserable. Let me just kill Dinosaur for fun, please and thank you. Ugh. <sighs> Turok? They're good games, though. Again, Turok. I don't criticize people for liking them. I understand this is a personal gripe. Turok, don't you dare invoke his name. <laughs> I am Turok. Fucking Turok. The weird I love tribal Turok drums as I'm moving through killing low polygon dinosaurs. I love yeah. Turok on the fucking N64. After that, eh. Those, yeah, those... they messed up the remakes. Like... Uh, the only game that the only game that I'd save from a fire outside the N sixty four is Evolution. It's not very good, but it does have the cereal bore still. So. Dude, but Tobias Bruckner. That that's the Disney one, the Disney Turok. No, 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 Tobias Bruckner was the final boss of Evolution. He wrote. Oh, the, the giant that's T-Rex. right. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What was the name of the main character in the the remake? Oh God, the Mohawk. Because he has some stupid ass name too. Joseph, it's probably some like Joseph Feather or something. Or something. Oh my god! It, it, you know why? Because his name is actually Turok. That's what Joseph Turok. Joshua Fireseed yeah. was Turok two. Two and um oh fuck I can't remember Talset. Talset, uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, the the, the guy... they had names that actually weren't fucking related to the fact that they're they're like Turok was a title that they took. Like oh, like, just... 
Yeah, it was like Link, right? Like, well, I guess it was like reincarnated, but it was like, yeah, the. Well, they the, the, they actually met. Joshua, Joshua Fireseed and Tal said actually meet. It's uh, not like, uh, yeah, it it's a title, but yeah, like <laughs> Disney Interactive fucking published the last one. Oh, that last Ew. one was bad. Yeah, I had it on. I think three sixty. Yeah, three sixty PS three game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> I played it recently, and I was like, "Wow, this is bad." Don't kids don't go back to your three sixty games thinking they're all as good as you remember because most of them are not. Yeah, that's why I'm scared to even go back and play some of them because I'm like, man, I know I'm gonna go back and it's just gonna be ruined. Oh, <laughs> absolutely! Gonna... <laughs> I've ruined so many. Games. I ruined Splatterhouse. I ruined Wet. I ruined Turok. I refuse to go back to Alone in the Dark like Drew did because I still love that Ugh. game, and I know it's that bad. game. You're, you're talking about the the terrible just Alone in the Dark 360 Three, the game. 360 one. The that one that game got... mechanically though, it's so there's some stuff that nobody else has done since. That game is so interesting mechanically. You pour, but it's... you actually pour gasoline and it follows the line that you've you've poured. Yeah, or the That's cutting off the insane. security guard's hand with the sword to get through the the, the the security checkpoint. Like, I mean that they did shit like that in Shadow Man, where you take the key card by just tearing off the arm. Oh, but that stuff is just mm, and but then you know I still have PTSD from the killing all the stuff in the open world with the the Molotovs. The what is it, the overgrown shit? Because you had to, that yeah, was an I know achievement. What you're about. I... That was an achievement is to kill all of them, and you literally only had enough uh, Molotovs to kill every single one of them if you did it perfectly. But don't miss. Don't miss, and it was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. The fact that you opened your coat to craft shit. <laughs> What? Yes, that was how you crafted. You would it's look down. It's first person your... and third person. That fucking game was insane. Made by guys who usually made a fucking <laughs> fucking racing games. Like, how the fuck did you fall into this job? I think uh. I didn't play that one because the first, the last Alone in the Dark I played was like on. Was there one on Dreamcast? Yeah, it was, was a new nightmare was ported to the Dreamcast. Okay, I, I think that was the last one I played, and I was like, this is not really a good. The Resident Evil, so I I didn't play the <laughs> the Xbox. One. The guy that plays uh, Carnby is the same actor who does Max Payne, and it's like his worst performance. <laughs> fucking I'm the really? fucking light bear. <laughs> fucking stones. Him wow. yelling. Uh, him yelling at the end. <laughs> I've watched. I've watched That's that why game. I refuse to go back. It. I refuse to go back and play it now because I know it will ruin my memories of that game. Alright, last tweet is uh, also Taker. says, I was also happy someone mentioned the Stanley Parable. Uh, that game hey, is a that was, was a surprise gem that I played this year. Also, no one mentioned Total Warhammer, Total War Warhammer 3. That game is amazing and possibly the best in the trilogy. I am not a Total War guy. Yeah, I don't I play did. those I, games. I play that one. I, didn't... I respect the Total War franchise. That is too much for me. I, I'm too dumb. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm just too dumb, guys. Like that's the reason why I do turn-based stuff. I can't fucking do real time. I play that might be turn-based. I don't even know, but it just looks like real time, and I'm like, man, I've done it's, real time strategies. I'm bad. I'm gonna tell you yeah, something. I am secretly excited, time. secretly excited to play at the end of this month is uh, Age of Empires two on an Xbox. I am going to check that out. I, I played. Am a fan of Age of Empires. I played hundreds of hours of AOE one and two. 
how that controls like Destiny's menus. You know what? Yeah, it probably does. Halo yeah. Wars plays fine on a console. It does. Yeah. Actually, I it probably does because Age of Empires Four has Destiny's like reticle menu on PC. I mean, it's on PC, obviously, but it's already like built in. So yeah, it'll be this one will play like that. I played console. so much AOE one and two back in the day. I have not played. Good stuff. I, man. If you truly want to know why I want Microsoft to buy Activision is to get a port of StarCraft on my Xbox. I would love that. Just give oh me the remastered StarCraft 1. That's all I want. I I play it on my PC still and it's still the best RTS ever made. I will not be taking comments or questions. You won't receive any from me, sir. That I is agree. even though I've been playing the second one because I didn't finish the, uh, the last one. The second one it's ruined not as that good. series. I know it's Ugh. not. I'm I'm on the um, Protoss story. Like I finished the first two, but I'm on the Legacy of the Void. I still, which version? I still. Which version of StarCraft has uh, split screen battles in '64? Correct. I I played that recently. It's not good. No, I remember I mean, seeing. Screenshots of it. Um, the music never, is good. Yeah. Like the the music is not bad for being on a cart, and it even has the cutscenes, oh. which is weird. But oh wow, it's not a good. It's not good. Let's <laughs> go throw that out. Happens. There. But I still remember, like it's ingrained in my brain. The opening to StarCraft, where the hillbillies run over the Zerg. Yep. <sighs> If you ask me to name a single element of StarCraft, I can name two things. Zerg and um, uh, Ghost, and that's it. Dude, <laughs> I played so much StarCraft that my muscle memory still remembers the hotkeys to build items in the game. I've never been interested Wonder. in those types of games, man. I wish I, I... The closest I came was, like, Command & Conquer. Those are good, too. Yeah, we were, was I, I wasn't like in love so with so much but... Starcraft back in the day. Me and my friend. Oh my god, my mom used to yell at us all the time because we were. I was always on the modem because that was back in the day when you know it took up the phone line when you mm-hmm. were playing online. My mama yelled at me all the time because I was playing Starcraft. I'm yelling down there. Don't you dare pick up the phone. Right, like just give me your money. <laughs> Don't you dare pick up the phone because you're gonna cut me off. Yep. Starcraft. Good times. Man, that game. You did the expansion, Brood War, getting my Dark Archon, and basically having three armies. Oh, let's go. I was hyped for the... For, I mean, the Dark Archons are cool, but I just wanted the Dark Templar. I was, Zeratol was my guy. Like, that was who I picked. Like, I was really good with him in Heroes of the Storm. God, I love StarCraft. Man, see, I just want more StarCraft stuff. Like, man... Warcraft has an MMO. Diablo has a bunch of games. They literally is like, well, Starcraft, here's two games. Here's all you get. Like, what the heck? Ah, uh, but don't wait for them to figure out how to monetize it. They, they well, tried then... with esports, and the second game killed the esports scene for Starcraft. So. Yeah. $70 for, for some skins for your army that you can't see because they're tiny, anyways. I'll make Jesus you. I'll Christ. make you suffer in, internally, Terrence. There are now as many Overwatch games as there are StarCraft games. See, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's I mean, yeah, and up. and the second one is gonna second one of the Overwatch is gonna kill the franchise. Just like right. the second. it yeah. feels that way, doesn't it? It feels like yeah. what, what are you? Doing, oh my Blizzard? fucking god, dude! There's thirty more. There's thirty more. Like, sorry, there's like twenty five or whatever more days of this fucking season. 
Well, hopefully oh that God. Roadhog patch is this week. That'd be my hope and dream. Uh, fucking... That would be nice. They'll, they'll just... The, every well, time they, they try to fix something, us. they break something else. Yeah, but if, if they just told us what they... Because they didn't even say, it was like, well, we're going to fix Roadhog. But they, we have no earthly idea if it's going to be... We're going to nerf his health. They're definitely taking his away his... They're definitely taking away his one shot. I know that for sure. sure. That should be taken away. Lord. Yeah, that's that's annoying when you can pump 1,500 damage into that motherfucker and then he just one-shots you. That's not fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. God. Yeah. But anyway, that's depressing. That's, that's everything I've got for this week. Uh, if you want to send us uh, tweets, it's at M4G Podcast on the Twitter. Uh, if you want to send us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I don't know why you'd want to, but I'm at ZTGD. Terrence is at Lord Magnus. Anthony's not on Twitter. Um, you can also follow the site at ZTGD Contest. Go check that out. we got a bunch of reviews coming up. It's 2023, y'all. And, and despite what I said, and maybe what Ken backs me on, maybe you just let me ramble on when to take a pee about PlayStation stuff. If you enjoy your games, enjoy your games. That was not me criticizing you as a player. I'm glad they exist. I just... I wish... There was something for me in there is all. That's all I'm saying. I miss it. I miss my old I miss my old my old game series that they still have the rights to and well, don't makes, do anything with. I think it makes me cry the most because I'm right there with you and they won't even throw me a bone with the pee pee. Right. Yeah. Really and it's all right use there. that terminology. Like... Um but yeah, like I'm still I'm still glad those games exist. Um and I'm glad that people enjoy them. I realize I'm an outlier on that. And I still enjoy them, I just don't enjoy them as much as others. But I'm glad they exist, because someone has to do it, because no one else is, I suppose. Like, I, I fucking wish Microsoft could compete in any sort of market right now, but... Um, That'd be cool, if Xbox had some games. That'd be cool. Any any games. They're yeah. not like, something, that, you know, they could compete with Nintendo with, but no. Also, they can't compete with PlayStation. Motherfucker, they can't even give me a ROM. The Atari, the Atari um, VCS has more games coming out for it than <laughs> dude, Xbox at dude, this point. I'm going I'm to blow your mind. Stadia put a game out this week. What are you I, doing, yeah, Xbox? What are you doing? <laughs> Stadia dead. They put a game out this week. What are you doing, Microsoft? That's yeah. a shame. God. Anyway, that's it for the show this week. So, nobody has anything else? We'll get out of here. Peace, bitch. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Epic fail. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio layer. Play games, not console.
no bad boys allowed. And then, and then I killed the dragon. Yeah, I killed the dragon.